0: Hey, Rich Friends, it's Dr. T. Mac here. And in today's episode, I have the honor and the privilege to talk to my good friend, my sister, the profitable 31 woman. Y'all, she is absolutely phenomenal, phenomenal. And she's going to be talking to us about how she went from being a CNA to opening up her own CNA schools so you do not want to miss this stay tuned Thank you so much, Anissa, for joining me today. Thank yes. you for blessing my audience with your presence. And I'm going to jump right in because everybody has been saying, what is this thing about the CNA school? What's going on with the CNA school? How can I start my own CNA school? I even have a mentee in my inner circle that's like, I want to start a CNA school. And I'm like, hold on, listen, I'm not her. I'm not her, but I can get her on here. Yes, so yes uh welcome anisa and let's just start out
1: by saying like what made you start um opening up cna schools um well i was so i was a cna 2008 and um and i just saw how vital our roles were in the in the hospital um and i was just very inspired i was thinking okay when i become a nurse i want to teach more. CNAs, how to be better CNAs, right? And so 2008, of course, we know the, the recession hit, the economy went down the, the toilet, right? And so as I was doing my prereqs for nursing, um, there became like this long waiting list to get into nursing school. And so at that moment, I had to make a decision, was I going to you know, wait two years to become a nurse or was I just gonna get my bachelor's degree in public public health? Which you know took all of my nursing prereqs, and then I could continue on. So I decided to get my bachelor's in public health, continue on as a CNA. But I always had this dream of starting this school, and so I said, "Okay, I'll get my you know public health degree, and then I'll go into the master's of nursing, and then I could start my CNA school." Uh, but that also didn't happen. So God had some detours, you know, to take me on. Um, but I, but it was me being in the, in the position and seeing the importance of our role that really inspired me to want to become or, uh, have a CNA school.
0: Okay. So how many, um, are they all online or do you have like some online and some,
1: in, um, brick and mortar? So the one that we have in California is currently online and we're okay. moving into in-person again, the very first. Um, school that I started was in-person and that was Bloom CNA School on Crenshaw. That was an in-person school. Um, The online didn't really transpire until about, I would say, a year before the pandemic. Um, But yeah, so, but what we're moving into now, the other locations will all be online.
0: Okay, so let me ask you, you know, I gotta, I gotta talk a little, I gotta get a little juicy, right? Go ahead. Go ahead. What What in the world? Like, what happened? Like, all these <laughs> fake nursing degrees. Like, no, no, no. I mean, you know, that's what's trending now. I'm like. Yeah, yeah. And it's in the state that I'm in, right? It's in Florida. Right, and I'm right. like, oh, my goodness. What yeah. is that about? I mean, I know your, school not, your schools are not giving out fake CNA um, no. certificates. But I'm just saying, like, what is that about? What do you think is going you on? You
1: know, um. I think I'm going to take an unconventional way to look at this, um, because I have seen nurses like up in arms about this, right? Um, The thing that most people I feel like are not talking about is the fact that they got the fake degrees, right? And they were able to pass the NCLEX. (laughs) So so, like people were getting the fake degrees, right? Let's think about this. They're getting fake degrees. They didn't go through the proper educational channels, but most but of they people the people pass the So this is the thing that I talk about in the medical field because I think the way that I talk about it, people feel like I have something against medical professionals. Well, I mm-hmm. still at heart am a medical professional, but I want people to kind of pull back the emotion because this field, I've never seen a field where people are so emotional about a job you know they are emotional like when you tell somebody or you ask somebody a question they lead with what they do they'll say i'm a nurse and i've even had this lady i was at the bank one day and she's going off on this manager and i said man why are you talking to him like that do you know she told me i'm a nurse and i was like okay what does that have to do with anything right this is one of the fields that i find it very interesting that they cannot disconnect their identity from what they do. right. And so it's it's hard, it's very hard and people get really you know stuck on this occupation. And I love the field. I think it's a vital field. However, I think it blinds people to certain mm-hmm. things. Now when I saw that, I said, man, that's jacked up that you know you have people taking care of patients and they weren't properly trained, right 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 But right. there are some nurses who have been properly trained, taking the NCLEX who should not be taking care of patients. (laughs) Like that's true. They should not that's true. You know, because this field requires compassion. It requires empathy. It requires But that's something that you can't teach you you can't learn that in school anyway. So I mean not learn that in school. So I it was two things that I thought like man, these people were out there taking care of patients, probably not properly taking care of patients because Mm. they were not properly trained. Mm. But then how did they pass the NCLEX? You know, so, which lets you know that this field is not necessarily hard to get into. It's not even hard to do, Mm -hmm. but it takes a special person. And I think the medical field or the nursing field right now has been so much conversation about the money Mm -hmm. and about, you know, not getting respect and all of these things that don't really, you know, there's a difference between that and the business of it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that I think a lot of nurses and people in general are blinded to the fact that this whole occupation started off as a trade. For sure. For sure. You know, that no has idea. now advanced. It has advanced into a higher level of, of, um, of a career, which is great. And we need that. We need nurses to advance and ascend into, you know, in this field. Right. But I, just I mean, think that they're too emotional about it.
0: I don't know. I've been a nurse for thirty years, or 20, yeah. 29 years. So I, I, I'm, I'm in my feelings, and I haven't like practiced nursing since twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. But I'm still in my feelings about like you can't get, just come off the street and take a test and say, "Hey, I'm a nurse." I mean, you can't. No, I agree. Not, with that's you. not. Yeah, I don't like that at, at all. So I'm glad that everybody's being uh, prosecuted or whatever, and and all of yes. that, and we can deal with. They can deal with that. However, there is a shortage of nurses. There is. There is a shortage. There's a shortage of CNAs. There's a shortage in the whole healthcare yeah. industry. There's yeah. a shortage. So I see that, you know, by you having a, your schools and your training, you're training, yeah. you're training um, women and men who want yes. to be healthcare professionals, you know, you're training them and sending them out, you know, to get, you know, great jobs and things like that. But I want to talk about it on the other side, like the business side of it. Um yes. more, more so than, you know, um, I'm trying to think of an uh more so than
1: <laughs> the other side. The emotional side. <laughs> right, right, right.
0: So the business side of it, um, how yes. how long does it take? Let's say I wanted to open up my own CNA school. Yes. Um, and I'm in Florida. So let's say I wanted to do it in Florida and I wanted to do yes. in Rick and Mortar. How long is that process from the thought from idea to opening, cutting the
1: ribbon, opening my doors? You know, um, Florida is an interesting state, um, Florida doesn't take long, but there is a process that's a little bit different than what we have in California, um, Florida. They have like inspections, you know, that they have to do um, California. We have inspections, but it's with CDPH, with the Department of Public Health. All right. But there are some states that have like zoning on top of just getting approved by states. There's some zoning things that they have. and and things like that. So Florida, it wouldn't take long. It's just a matter of making sure that where you're putting it is you know, a place where schools can be. And um, so I would say from start to finish, you can do a school in Florida less than 60 days, if it's what? done right. Less than 60 days, if it's done right. So I've had someone tell me how difficult it was, and they've been waiting and waiting and waiting. And the only thing that I realized that they have is just the awareness of how to do it the right way and how to position it and things like that. So I was thinking like six months, I'm talking about breaking,
0: you're like, no 60 days. So, so yeah. Okay. Let me back up then. How long would it take? Like, what's the average, like nationwide? Is it
1: 60 to 90 days or? So typically when you um, submit to the state, they will say that they have 90 days to respond to you right okay um we're we're starting one with a client in philly philly told us the same thing however philly was in transition of changing their laws about their online space so i had a client who wanted an online school we presented it to philly philly said uh well we have these waivers um, but get back to us in six months so we waited for six months for the state to get back to us about their online Philly turns around and changes their law and says, Well, you have to be a physical school for two years and then you could do online. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, for that particular state, it took a little bit longer because they were in transition. And in the healthcare field in general is in transition, but if you have states sure. like California that are already developed and markets that are moving fast, mm-hmm. it doesn't take long. I mean, the state will say, Give us 90 days, mm-hmm. but we just submit it for in-person two weeks ago and we're already being approved. So I think the the, wow. the time space is really having a professional that understands the business side of a CNA school and know how to communicate to the state. That's the part that you that's actually the part that's yeah, Yeah, because okay. you could be a nurse, but you don't, it doesn't mean, or you could just be another person, but if you don't really understand the language of the state and what they're asking you for, it could take a long time.
0: That's why you're so important and yes. your role is very, very imperative to yes. helping other people open their schools. Communicating thats to how state. You, you know, you can open your schools in like 60 days or less, where yes. it's taking people years because they don't know how to communicate. Oh my God. Did our mentor, our mentor not say communication is like, it's one best, of the you know, highest right,
1: levels.
0: Of, <laughs> oh my God of value.
1: Yes. Yes, yes. So,
0: in other words, and, and I know this may go over some people's head, and it may not. Yeah. And so, yeah. in other words, where it would take, let's just say, someone off the street to say, mm-hmm. I want to start a CNA school, they can yeah. get a building, they mm-hmm. can get policies and procedures, they can get the electricity turned on, they can buy all this equipment and stuff, but they can't talk to the state and get the state to approve them to open their yeah. doors versus. Yes. Having someone like you who knows how to properly communicate with the state, you know the lingo, you know exactly what they're looking for, even though, and I know this because Lord knows I have several businesses. I know that what they say when they have those bullet points is very, very ambiguous. They use ambiguous terms that you don't know what they mean. It could mean this. It could mean that. But unless you're in it and you do the thing, you will not know. And that's, I, I, it just hit me, Since It just yeah. hit me. That's yeah. why what you do is super, super important in this industry, Oh. MG. Yeah, and so,
1: yeah it's, it, it's two things too that, wow. um, so having somebody that, cause you have consultants, right? That mm-hmm. are consultants based off a of theory, you know? And so they'll give you a to-do list and they'll say, this is what you need to do. Um, but there's two things that I do as a consultant. I'm always looking to help the owner save money. So there are things that you don't need to buy right away. There are things that we need to focus on first. Right. So I never tell someone, just get a building and go do this and go do that, because I know that there are some steps and things to do prior to getting a building. When I did my online, uh, my online school, I did not have a building. Hmm. Okay. I did not have a building what I did I had a contract with the community college that I was working to help them build up their online school right mm. and I was thinking okay they have this lab why can't I use their lab for my school because the online space the t- the students are coming on a theory they come into lab two days and then I don't see them again we don't see them again right you don't have to now they can come somewhere or we can meet at the lab space and so when I actually, did my online, I was just cutting ties with my partner on the physical space with Bloom, right? Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, how do I create this business with less overhead? So I got a virtual office, submitted it to the state, Mm -hmm. and then the state allowed me to use my contract that I was already another university, another community college that I was working with to use their lab And that's how I got it done without putting out all this money. So my experience Mm -hmm. and the way that I did it is how I help other people. I think some people would say, get this, do this, do this and do that. And I'm like, no, we don't need to do that yet. So not only are you getting someone that is, I am giving you the ropes, but I'm also saving you the mistakes (laughs) that I've made or that I did in the past, even with my in-person school. And so that, that is the value. And again, being able to communicate, To the state because i've done it multiple times so i know what they're asking for i know what they're looking for right
0: yeah right well you know i mean think about it like this like people think that paying taxes is the highest expense it's not like not knowing is the highest expense exactly if you think about you know like in a cna school Mm -hmm. the person who wants to open up their own school not knowing what to say, not knowing the things that they don't really need, really Mm -hmm. is their biggest expense, not knowing. Oh yeah. And then, you know, versus saying, you know what, let me just go ahead, hire a consultant, whether it's Anissa or not, hire a consultant, someone who does the thing, not who did the thing 10, 20 years ago. There's a difference. And let me get on my soapbox. Hunty, (laughs) let me get on my soapbox for one second, okay? There is a thing. Yeah. About hiring uh, people to do or help you get to where you want to be, and they don't mm-hmm. do that thing anymore, and they haven't done that thing in years. I'm mm-hmm. not even talking about CNA schools. I'm talking about yeah. anything in business, right? Yes. If I, I'm not, if I have bad credit, I'm not going to go out here and hire someone who did credit 20 years ago and knows nothing <laughs> about what the law, lo- the new laws, the loopholes all mm-hmm. the things that would get me good credit within 30, 30 to 60 days. Right.
1: So, mm-hmm.
0: so I'm, I'm trying to help my people here. Like mm-hmm. stop going out for people with the most followers. Yeah. People who have hundreds of thousands of followers, but they're not doing the thing that they yes. say that they're doing. Yes. It is going to be one of your biggest, biggest expenses because you don't know. And they're not yeah. gonna teach you what you need to know. Yeah. Like I had I had to get that off me. whoof <laughs> That off, baby. Hey, let me shake yes. that off. I'm serious yeah. because I see it. You know, yeah. I see what's going on in in these internet streets. Like I'm I see yeah. it. Right? Yeah. So yeah. it's 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 the popularity thing. It's oh well, this person has over 10K followers. I'm yes, I have right. over 12 something thousand followers. Yeah, but that ain't it. That's not mm-hmm. it. I have receipts. I'm doing the thing, you know, Anisa has receipts. She's doing the thing. Yes. You know, you're, you're literally out here with yes. your active
1: schools. Exactly. There's a difference. Active I don't schools. care about what you did in the past. Yeah. Can yes. you help
0: me get to where, get it today? Exactly. Exactly. Do you know the yeah. rules? Do you know the laws? Do you know exactly. the loopholes? Do you know, that's the thing. And Let that's what you makes the... you
1: so valuable. Go ahead, sis. I'm okay. Yeah, I'm done. I'm, I'm done. No, when you talk sometimes, I'm like, yes, yeah. (laughs) But um, what was interesting, I was just telling you, we put in for our in-person CNA school about two weeks ago. And why is so important? I'm going to give context to why it's important to have someone that's in the field or actively doing it. When I got the evaluator's name, I got the evaluator's name. It was the first evaluator. Give that to your dad. Please don't do that it was the first evaluator that I have for my first school so you are constantly building these new relationships or even old relationships that you are able to leverage and continue to use when you're actively in the field so the 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 evaluator that I have right now is the evaluator that I had with my first school with bloom mm-hmm. and so she's like hey you know it's so you want somebody that not only, is actively doing it but that are building Uh good relationships because let me tell you the school in philly i haven't touched down in philly yet we're opening up one in germantown for one of my clients Mm -hmm. he said well are you going to need to come down here to get the contract and i told her no and the reason why i didn't have to go down there to get the contract is because i already know how to talk to the administrators i know exactly what they're looking Mm -hmm. for i know exactly how to communicate to them and so i told her say this tell them this tell them that give them my school name, give them this, give them that. We got the contract in one day in Philly. Come girl, stop the madness. She was like, that's it. And I was like, that's it. And this particular client is not a nurse. So there's some things that I have to catch her up to speed in the medical field, but I think it's good to have someone that is knowledgeable, that's going to get it done. And it's like a, no matter what type of thing. Like we're going to get this done no matter what. And so, yeah, it's important to have somebody that's in the field, for sure. Yes. Okay, girl. I had to. All right,
0: girl. I'm, I'm getting over a sinus infection. Look, I'm muting myself. I'm like, did I, un- did I unmute myself? And I'm coughing. And, and, and look, my camera guy's like, drink water, drink water. I'm like, oh my God, I'm about to choke over here. But yeah. So, Let's talk about, um, and y'all know, I keep it real. Like I'm not, this is not scripted. I don't care for having scripts and I don't prep my, 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 uh, my, um, guests. I don't say I'm going to ask you this. So you say that I don't do that. So yeah. it is what it is. Um, I only, you know, interview people who I'm in alignment with. So yes. this is like a natural conversation that I'm having with one of my girlfriends. And, um, this, we, we may say some things that you, you, Will not hear in the mainstream, and that's okay. You know, if if it, you know, aligns with what you, or resonate with you, then go with it. If not, then oh well, don't. Yeah. But the one thing I, I I know to be true is, when we're going to talk about the identity part, when you help someone, and when it doesn't matter. This is across the board. When you help someone achieve a thing, let's say you're helping them get a school. They, whether it's brick and mortar or online, and then mm-hmm. you you've helped them, you told them what to say, you've gotten them through all the loopholes, you've gotten them to where they open the doors. That's just the beginning. It is. <laughs> <laughs> That's when the identity kicks in.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Identity
0: doesn't kick in to say, oh, because think about it. Look at all these fake nurses out here with the fake degrees. That's not an identity thing. They just no. ain't got one. They bought it. And they pass the test. They they pass the test. Identity kicks in after you've achieved the goal. The goal is to get the school open, right? Mm -hmm. That's your your initial goal. Now, you got to make some money. It's a business. Mm -hmm. Uh Mm Uh-oh, did she say business? Oh, Lord, I just wanted to teach in the school. I didn't know it was a
1: business. What's a business? Speak on it, baby. Speak on it. Yes. So that's the thing, um, I think when I when I was um, getting through the barriers of certain people trying to figure out why, or how did you start a school and you were a CNA, the biggest advantage that I had was that I've always operated things as a business, right? And so when I started the school, my mindset was already ready to get things in place to be able to operate a profitable business. So I got it approved. Then I had to figure out, okay, how much money do I want to make? Right. And so when I started the school, I said, okay, I want to make $100,000 with this school. And I reverse engineered that. Mm -hmm. And so people look at the school or they'll look at something and say, I have this. But the school is really not the biggest accomplishment. It's about being profitable. Come on. It's about having a business not only that's profitable, that has impact. And so I went to Pepperdine University and I studied social entrepreneurship, which is basically creating social enterprises. Okay. So my brain is always thinking how to start a business and how to have impact. And so my first clients, my first um, students were actually emancipated, emancipated foster youth. Okay. Right? And so that was how I became extremely profitable because I was looking at, okay, where is the money where's the money where can i get guaranteed money so i became a vendor for la county and then i was able to get paid from the government Mm -hmm. to educate students that were leaving out of the foster care system okay so it's not just about having a business it's about finding where's the money right but that takes a certain kind of thought mm, process mm, right I never I never actually my first year went out and solicited for students mm, I didn't right Right. found out where the money was and then I let them come to me because I realized I had something valuable already mm. right and so the other thing about the CNA business is you're looking to I mean, as a nurse, you have an advantage of maybe teaching and having less overhead. But because I'm not a nurse, I have to hire instructors. And so if I wanted to make a certain amount of money, I had to make sure that I was keeping an overhead that was low, of course, paying my my staff a good uh, amount of money so that they would stay. But the way to do that was, okay do I hire a nurse or do I hire hire an LVN? So I started to hire LVN so that the business could be more profitable. And so, and then there's other ways to do it, but the business aspect of the CNA school is something there. It's a little bit about what's already in you. And then it's also Mm -hmm. something that has, you know, you have to understand Mm -hmm. this is not a business out of your emotion. You know, Mm -hmm. you can't be emotional because I'll tell you this. And this is why it's good to have people that have already had a school. Mm -hmm. Those students will try to play you. Mm -hmm. And they're gonna cost you if you don't know exactly how to walk them through how to get into your school and how to get out successfully. And so it's not, again, it's not just about having a school. It's knowing all the little things that could possibly Mm -hmm. happen about the state auditing you. What is the state gonna audit you for? Mm -hmm. What are they looking for? What kind of paperwork do you need to make sure that your secretary is always checking so that you don't get in trouble, gotcha. you know? So it's bigger, it's bigger than just having the school itself, you know? Okay. So let me ask you
0: this. What is, what was like the most difficult part of being? Cause we're, 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 you got the identity. So mm-hmm. the being, what was the most difficult part of being, um, or becoming the person to have the business that is profitable.
1: What was the most difficult part for you? The most difficult part for me is, um, giving people too much access. Mm. And I know that that probably doesn't make sense, but I had to learn that on my own when it came to the school. So imagine a student, you know, I started this because I loved black women. I just wanted to be, you know, a, the 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 open door for people to come in and get what they need and so even my students I would teach them about credit the first day, right? They were of course I can't teach the CNA curriculum, but because it's my school, I can teach them whatever I want them to know, you know, teaching them about vision facts, and all that facts. <laughs> One of the things that I realized is that my desire to be um a a, a, i would say a supporter my desire to want to be able to be close to people is actually um was a detriment to my business because the more you give people access the less they value certain things and so i realized okay you know what maybe they don't need to know that i'm the owner Mm. i know my girlfriend
0: she she's owned her own businesses for many many years like almost two decades and mm-hmm. she said that she had that same issue, mm-hmm. um, but she said that, um, now nobody knows she owns anything. You know, her employees, she has like 20 something employees. They don't know mm-hmm. like, she's the boss. Mm-hmm. Whenever she shows up, they just think she's like a supervisor or something. And she mm-hmm. says they have a question or something. She says, I need to go ask, um, I need to go ask the, the CEO or whatever. Yeah. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and she says, nobody knows when she's going to go out of town on vacation. Like mm-hmm. you have to have that barrier because oh, that man. will
1: will make or break your business. Oh, it, it will. And I'm not just talking about students. I'm talking about imagine Anybody. that. Yeah. Imagine that I'm hiring nurses and they go, Oh, she's a CNA and she has this school. Like how difficult it is for people that feel like they're overqualified to have this school. And I'm saying, hey, can you come in today? Mm -hmm. So I had to learn, first of all, that, you know, how people looked at me or what they thought I was qualified for was not my business. That was not not even a concern for me, right? But I also had to learn that my love for people cannot surpass human psychology, Mm. Mm. you know. Human psychology: When you give people too much access that don't deserve it, Girl, that don't you deserve start the access. Let
0: me put this <laughs> iPad down. I start
1: <laughs> now, when I say deserve, that doesn't mean that person is not valuable. Mm. But example: say, for example, you know why is it that you know everybody can't be in VIP because everybody doesn't know how to act in VIP. Everybody doesn't know the the type of etiquette. Right? And so when I say deserve, it doesn't mean that people are not valuable. Um, but but God showed me really early in this process, how important it is um, to stay in your authority, to stay in your position and not to come down so that other people feel comfortable. It's not my job to make you comfortable. I'm here to do the work of the one who sent me. Mm. And that has nothing to do with you,
0: <laughs> you know? So, so so let's talk about that a little bit. Uh, yeah. You're here. You just said it. I'm here to do the work of the one who sent me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's at, and I know this, but I, I'm trying. I'm trying to ask the question so that they, the people yes. that don't know this, yes. so they can yes. get the full understanding of the proverbs 31 woman, because mm-hmm. so many women can identify and they take on that identity when they hear you talking about the proverbs 31 woman. I saw a post yes. you made the other day about buying mm-hmm. cattle or, you know, yes. farmland and things like that. Yes. And that, I mean, just give, give, give my audience just a, a little snippet of what it means and what it takes and who is the profitable, the the, the profitable
1: Proverbs 31 woman. Man, she is, um, this woman is, she's a bad mamma jamma. Okay. Uh, she is like, she is. And so before i even started to teach this and talk about this um it came to me as a as a form of um lesson that god wanted me to to walk through um and i had no idea that i would be teaching it right and so i went to the scripture and um you know i didn't go to it like trying to find anything but i was asking god what do you want me to know what do you want me to talk about and so It was Mm -hmm. not even about me talking to people, it was like, what do I need to know? And so Proverbs 31 came, but we have always been taught this. If if you're a Christian, right, we've Mm -hmm. been taught that this particular woman is a wife, right? And so I wasn't going to this scripture. I was already a wife, so I didn't need the identity of that, right? Mm -hmm. I went to the scripture and I realized that this has been hiding in plain sight from all women. Mm -hmm. This was a businesswoman. Come on. This woman was a businesswoman. And I said, why haven't why hasn't anybody talked about this to this capacity? I've seen people talk about it. I've seen people take snippets and say, oh, she buys land, she buys real estate. But it's it's a full identity. Come it's on. levels, it's levels, it's mm. levels to who she is, right? And so one of the first things that I saw about her, it talked about her being precious. Mm. Right? And I was like, well, what does that mean? And that was the first lesson that God was teaching me about access. Okay. Right. Cause when you're precious, there are certain things you can't do certain places you can't go, mm-hmm. not because, oh, I'm better or I'm holier. And it's not all about that because I think people present all of that. Mm-hmm. But if I understand that I have an assignment and I have this thing that I'm, it's certain places that will taint or devalue the very thing that I am. Mm. So if I took on the very first thing that I learned with Mm -hmm. with the very first scripture that you're being precious, that's going to dictate a lot of things. Mm. Just that one alone, I'm precious. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that means you can't just treat me any old kind of way. And that means that I'm not going to accept it. Like, if I'm the child of the king, that means I am, you know, a part of the most high.
0: I need a, I need like tamperings. I need the, I need the, uh, the effects. I need the effects (laughs) like we have in
1: church, but let me stop. So, so so, it's levels, it's levels to it. And I know that people can get a to-do list. I can give you a to-do list of the principles and uh, you know, us as women, we are very good at doing things. If somebody gives you a to-do list, they'll go, Oh, well, I'm a Proverbs thirty one woman because I've done this because I've done that. And I had to No, that makes you a doer, a doer, right? This before you even do it, if you grab hold of the identity, it will come by osmosis. It will come automatically when you really grab hold of the identity and not trying to look like the identity. But if you actually believe, you know, if you actually believe who God said that we are step Mm -hmm. by step and walking through that, Mm -hmm. let me tell you how I, how I took on that identity of precious. Come on. Someone did something, and I still hold on to it, but someone did something real disrespectful to me recently. And, I mean, crossed a very crazy boundary, right? And I was like, oh, I don't need to respond to that. I don't respond to, you know, like, when you think, if you imagine the queen, right? There's a crowd and there's all these people. People are saying different things she doesn't respond to everything that goes on in that audience because the audience does not dictate or determine who she is. Right. On, so something happened on. recently. Something happened. And I was like, I paused for a second because my, my old Anissa that God has been burning out would have pulled up on somebody. Right. Oh, shoot. And I had every right to. It's the Crenshaw coming out. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Crenshaw. It's okay? the Crenshaw coming right? out. I knew it was right? going to come out. Listen, would have pulled up. But even in that moment, let me tell you how God tests us. I had every right to in that moment. Mm -hmm. There was, if somebody would have said, Oh, yeah, you did that, girl, yes, right? Mm -hmm. But I went a step further because I realized that God tests us, right? There's a scripture in, um, I think it's in Exodus 16 4. I had never seen it before, Mm -hmm. but it says, I'm testing them to see if they will do as I instructed them. For sure. Mm-hmm. So sometimes things happen and it's really a test to who you say that you are. Mm. Now, can you imagine? I am the profitable Proverbs 31 woman. I am walking in all this and I'm doing what God wants me to do. I'm sitting here talking to women, opening up schools, and then somebody gotta bail me out because I mm. didn't put my hands on somebody. Like that's a that's a contradiction, yeah. right? To who okay. God said that I am today. Come on. So, what he uses, that same fire that I had years ago that I would use in a bad way, is the same fire that I'm using for the assignment. Oh, my God. We, you know what? This is not, we can't keep going. We can't, we got we to gotta wrap it. <laughs>
0: because you, you know, but, you but are let me going tell you this, sister. Hole. It huh? says
1: meekness, meekness is power under control. For sure.
0: 100%. Meekness is, yes, power under control. Under control. Like, we really need to, oh, God, we we, we just don't have time. We don't have time. This is, a, this is a show. This is an episode. Oh, my God. Of course I'm going to have you come back. Of course. But, yes, I, I really, really want it because there's so many levels to you. And yeah. I also know that um, we can't get it all out in one one show. Yeah. I know that. We can't. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I just wanted to at least introduce you to my audience. Yeah. You know, I wanted yeah. to introduce you to the audience um, because I know that they're going to fall in love with you if they haven't already, just like I have. Right. Yeah. Um, you have so much wisdom. You have so much knowledge. Um, just just a, a doll. I mean, a complete doll in every way um, you embody um, the profitable Proverbs thirty one woman and I want to give you your flowers now. You do. Thank and you. I, I, I respect you a lot uh, for who you are. You're always, always um an astute woman, you know. No matter Thank what, you. I've seen a lot of different attacks coming your way, but you've always, mm-hmm. you know, stood your ground and, and and you had held your head high with integrity. And mm-hmm. I love that about you. Um yes. I know what you do business wise. You do so many other different things. You help so yep people. Um, And I I really wanted um, my audience to see and and to, you know, to tap into the things that you have um, to offer them. Um, So can you just briefly let everybody know how they can reach out to you,
1: what you have going on, how you can help serve them? Absolutely. So right now I was, I wasn't doing this but um my i have a sister that is in san diego she has a cna school as well and she said let's teach people what we know what we do together so we collaborate with our schools we're always working together to improve our curriculums and all that so we are currently doing a cna school in a box teaching only 18 people like we literally know this is how many people we can service with the <laughs> integrity right to be able to give you exactly what it is that you need so we're taking 18 people mm-hmm. um, to learn how to start your own CNA school. And the good part is you're getting two people. You're getting an RN, right? I'm always talking about RNs, but I still, I love me some RNs. You bet. I, you still, I love y'all, but y'all get on my nerves sometimes. Okay. sometimes. <laughs> but so you have the RN who's had a school for over 10 years. She loves the in-person school. I am the CNA who loves the online space and we're going to talk about our mistakes, our problems, our everything, and how we actually work together to improve our businesses. And so you'll get both of us teaching you how to start your own school, 18 people. We're doing a workshop this coming Monday and Tuesday. And I think we're going to write one of the dates. The date is January 30th and January 31st. And this workshop, is to really give people enough information to see if it's a good fit for them okay you know because it may not be a good fit it may not be what you are supposed to do and so and and i've and i've actually turned down starting schools for people right
0: (laughs) so 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 january 30th and 30 monday and 31st what time is it
1: it's 7 p.m. Pacific Standard. So if you're on the East Coast it's a little bit late. It's 10 p.m. your okay. time. Central Central is 9 a.m. I mean 9 p.m. and um you can find the link in my bio on Instagram. On Instagram you can find me. What is what you is find the, the, what is the link? The link is in the bio, I don't know. It's just a link there. Okay.
0: We'll, we'll have the link ready for ready yes. for you. Yes. You know, when this airs, we'll have the link. And then how how many times, how often are you guys going to do this? You know, I don't know.
1: I honestly don't know. I want to. That's fair. Uh, That's fair. And the re- I don't know because um, we're short CNA schools. We're short medical professionals, and that ha- that was probably. Probably my driving force to do it because we can't service everybody, um, but we want to get 18 people to start their own school in their states, and we'll see how it goes. But I have no idea. I have no idea. Okay. Okay. All right. Oh, well, that's fair. That's fair. So um, I guess they better get in when it get in now. Get in where you fit in. Get in where you um, fit in. I do want to talk, talk just really short about the business model, but I'll I'll go ahead and uh, wait until you. Ask me. I'm anxious. (laughs) Go ahead. You want to talk about it? Go ahead. Yeah. So with the CNA school, why I love the school (laughs) is because you're able, like I was saying, to reverse engineer how much money you want to make, and you know whatever your capacity is. And so, just starting off, you can have a morning class, you can have an evening class, and a weekend class. So you can offer three different types of schedules, right? And then kind of break down how much money you want to make based off of what it is that you're offering. So I teach people that this is not a business that you have to quit your job. You can actually create your curriculum around your schedule. And if you're a nurse, say you work night shift, maybe you want to do a daytime class or you want to do a weekend. And so this is not a business that you have to just jump in full for, for, uh, you know, kind of head forward and quit your job, but it'll definitely, take over your income that you make it work based on how you structure your classes. And so that's one of the things that I love about the school.
0: Oh, I'm so glad you shared that. I'm so glad you (laughs) shared that. All right. So this has been amazing, amazing, amazing. Trust me, um, everyone, this will not be her, her last time on here on the TMAC inspire show. Um, So she'll be a staple around these pods. Okay. I'm I'm so grateful and I'm, I'm honored that you shared your story with us and how you serve people and how they can tap into what you have going on. You are on Instagram. What's your handle?
1: Anissa Getana. Um, just first and last name on Instagram, A N E E S A Getana, G E T A N E H.
0: Okay. Anissa Getana on IG. Facebook is it the same, Anissa? Same
1: thing. Mm -hmm. Same thing on Facebook. Are you on TikTok and all those things? I am on TikTok. I'm I'm getting on there, but yes, I'm on there under. She is pretty on paper. She's pretty on paper. She's pretty. (laughs) She has.
0: She's written books, y'all. She has journals (laughs) out. She has a whole community. Y'all just tap in, tap in, follow her. Um, YouTube. It's Anissa Gatina as well, right?
1: Yes. And he's tap getting it.
0: in with her. Y'all know I don't have people on here that I don't. Yeah. Okay. So tap in, tap in. If you are a, um, you do men and women, right? Yeah. You have men and women
1: with some CNA. discriminate. School. Yeah. I somebody.
0: discriminate, but she does <laughs> So if, if, if you are, you know, looking to open a CNA school, um, she does offer that CNA in a box. So Make sure yes. you tap in, tap into the workshop, two day workshop, all right? And I wanna say thank you. Thank you, sis.
1: This, this was amazing.
0: Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. All right, rich friends. Thank you for tuning in to the TMAX show. Thank you for um, liking, commenting, subscribing, and doing all the other cool things that you do to help support um, what I have going on to help serve you better. Also, do me a really, really quick favor if you go to, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Google, Google, whatever that's called, or Spotify, whatever, do me a favor and, and write a review or just click the stars, right? If you're really enjoying this show, it really, really helps get me in front of the people who God has really called me to serve. I want to be able to um, help as many people as possible, but I need you to help me help everyone else. All right? Until the next time, remember, this is Dr. T-Mac and you can have it all.